mean, this is, you know, it's leadership leaning, but I think we should start by talking about the most important thing going on. Absolutely. A lot of M's. Hey, M and M. March Madness. M. Yep. March Marathon. Huge. Marathon and Madness. So, yeah, I mean, here you go. I mean, okay, so the top four number ones, you got Baylor. Yep. Arizona. Gonzaga. Gonzaga and... Is it Kansas? Kansas is a four. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going Zags. Who are you going? Zags. Yeah, it's because we're both from Washington. Yes, that's a big part of it. And it's like, I love Spoil Compton. (laughs) And I love this. I've always loved Coach Mark Few and all the players that have come through there. And if I were to choose Baylor, that'd be weird. Yes, it'll be. Okay, I have two brackets. Yeah, well, CBS and ESPN, is that what you're talking about? Two CBS. Okay. <laughs> I know, I know. I One, love I love making up a name for my bracket, like, you know, like some, some yes. play on words name. Yes. We've had some crazy ones over the year. Yeah. We have Zoe's serve team here. Yeah. I remember one year it was Zoe swerve team. Swerve. Swerve. <laughs> I like saying swerve. So I'm going Zags. You're going Zags. Yeah, I have Duke okay, on, on the second Duke one. Duke and then Zags. Yeah. It would be just sensational. For the story. It's just for the story. His 42nd year for him to win his sixth NCAA championship. Jeez. Get out of here. I really wanted him to win uh, the ACC championship. Of course, I think it would have been like the 14th one. But nevertheless, salute to a leader. Yes. Coach K, yes. the greatest. And I talked about earlier the marathon. This Sunday, I am running the LA Marathon. And I'm very excited. We are announcing that 100% of the proceeds I am running and raising money for the Special Olympics. Yes. This is so cool, by the way. I'm so pumped. Yeah. You know, I put it on the little bio thing. I'm proud to be a part of the special needs community. I take pride in it. And through um, our daughter, Georgia, we've gotten to know so many people in that community and so tight knit and also, you know, the Special Olympics were started by one of my, you know, closest friends, you know, Patrick and, and 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 Maria and the Shriver family and the Kennedys. You know, their great great grandma, their grandmother started it, mm. and then they've carried the torch of that. And just knowing how much they've given to the Special Olympics and to be a part of that community, I go, I know what wow. w- the reason why I'm running this, and yep. I'm running to raise awareness and raise support for the Special Olympics. So I'm excited. And I'm really excited about the meal right after. Any, are you leaning towards a certain meal? I have no desire. I don't have any, I don't have any pre, I'm not thinking about the meal. Yes. I'm just thinking about how Finishing. awesome it will be to sit and eat a have meal. You, have you changed your diet leading up at all? Yeah. Well, that starts today. You know, <laughs> starting today, I start to carb load. So the other day I was at the dentist, Dr. Tom yes. Conley. You guys know, Doctor. shout out to Dr. Tom Conley, who is a bodybuilder, competitive bodybuilder. Yes. He's going to win his uh, age group because now he's in his 50s and still bodybuilding. And so he asked me, are you carb loading? I said, yeah, the night before I'm going to have my big pasta dinner. And he laughed and he said, no, that's not how it works. Three, four days before, you got to start to carb load. Yeah. You got to eat cream of wheat in the morning for breakfast. No. You got to eat little balls of rice. You got to, because you, so that you have energy stored. Right. I just think of the office when I think, I'm like, that's that, the and only that's the thing you're not I supposed have. to do yeah. because, again, Michael Scott, in your, if your brain will remember, he's laying there passed out because he didn't carb load correct. So we're running the marathon. We're filling out brackets. If you'd like to be a part of our pool, 
we I've got a little contest going on, and I'm sending signed books and merch and all yes. kinds of stuff to the I think one it's gonna that wins. It's going to be locked. It's going to be locked by now. It'll be. Yeah, it'll be passed. You don't get. You, you're yeah. not a part of that. Yeah. Today we are talking about the energy bus. Yes. And that you know one of our good friends, John Gordon, wrote this book years ago called the energy bus has sold now 2.5 million wow. copies and i just love this concept so i'm going to use a little bit of john's energy bus and jim collins the book good to great yep. to kind of bring and I'm sorry and i'm going to steal a little bit of one of my favorite writers three names john mark comer Ooh. you know i love this guy what a so i'm going john i'm going who was the second one again Good to great. Jim Collins. Jim Collins. Oh, three J's. <laughs> yep. John, Jim, John. Jingle. I'm, Jingle yeah. all the way. So uh, five thoughts today on the energy bus. We're all on a bus. And Jim Collins says this. It does not matter where the bus is going as much as it matters who's on the bus. Getting the right people on the bus. Mm. And then once we're all on the bus, getting people in the right seats. That's so much of leadership. Is saying, you know what, this person's an amazing person on our team. Maybe they're just in the wrong seat right now. Wow. Maybe, you know, they should they would be better served over here, which by the way, I just gotta admit, I love the bus illustration. Yes. I grew up riding the bus all of middle school Same. and everything I learned wrong in life, any bad word, anything that I learned that was inappropriate was on the bus. Yes. And you remember the bus what I always loved about that big yellow school bus, bus pulls up, it's loud. And then when they open that door, what are those sounds? These sounds are so enormous. Yes. And crashing. And the door finally opens and you walk up those stairs. You take that left and you look down that, you know, huge line. Felt like it was so long. So long. And you start to look for familiar faces and who you want to sit by. My group was always in the back of the bus. Because we can't. Get in trouble back there. <laughs> if we're up close to the driver, we're definitely getting in yep. trouble. So, you know, you get you find your crew and it's all what made the bus so fun is the energy that's there. Yeah. And who's on the bus you're riding with. And so I want to give you a few things. Number one, bring great energy to the bus. Mm. You know, it's like Coach K. I watched uh his celebration and you know, his last game at Cameron Indoor there at Duke University. And his daughters are there and his wife's there and the whole, you know, 100 ex-former players and the community that surround him. And he said, what made what makes Duke great is not the bricks of this building, but the people that are in this building. What a line. And the energy of this room is what built the atmosphere and built the greatness of Duke. And I was thinking energy makes a place. Yep. And, you know, I've, you know, I've said it before, but like I've been in meetings with thousands that felt like hundreds and been in meetings with hundreds that felt like thousands. Wow. What was the difference? It's just the energy. Yep. And the best thing that you can bring to the table is your energy. That's right. Remember years ago, uh, Andy Stanley told a story where he stopped drinking coffee for a while. And his staff came to him and said, hey, can you start drinking coffee again? <laughs> and he was like, what do you mean? They're like, your energy's terrible. Because your energy matters. Yeah. I think you got to always make the decision to bring great energy yep. to the table, great energy to the meeting, great energy to your home. It's really good. Can't bring toxicity. In fact, write down number two. I'm so used to saying write down. You don't have to write down. What is that? That's just. Yeah. That's They're the, probably not. They don't have pen and paper with them. Somebody's right on a run right now going, hey, buddy, I'm yeah. in mile five. Mental note. 
what are we doing here? Yeah, what do you, why do you tell me to write yeah. stuff down? Yeah. It's just such a tick <laughs> that I'm used to saying, write this down. Okay. The second thing I'd like to observe. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. There it is. Juan, you got to help me get into shape here. Okay. <laughs> is that a second observation? Don't carry other people's negative energy. This is a real tough thing in leadership Jeez. to me because as a leader, you, you, you lead with empathy. You lead with compassion. That's what makes you great. Right. Is your relatability and the fact that when someone's high, you get, I can't say you get high with them. You, you celebrate. <laughs> I was talking about highs Elevate. and lows here. Um, yeah, when, no, when yeah. someone's winning, yeah, there we you go. celebrate their there we wins. Go. There we go. Yeah. When someone is low, you feel their pain. You know, that, that, that's why, you know, you, you go to the hospital. You, you, we rejoice with those that rejoice. We weep with those that yep. weep. That is to me a great leader. I have the security and the confidence and the greatness about me to go like, if you're doing good, I'm doing good. I can celebrate. Mm. If you're in a bad spot, then I can feel that. A lot of times though, we, because we can vacillate within that, if you get offended or if the wanster gets offended and some of my friends or my wife, I can carry those offenses. And the problem with that is I, I'm not strong enough to carry all my stuff and yours. Right. And this is a lie of leadership that I can carry the world's problems. Mm. I can't. I've got to find outlets to get rid of right. all that. So, so I cannot carry other people's negative energy. That's why it's so important. It's like, I can't be around toxic people. I can't be around mm. people that are always negative. I can't be around people that are critical because all of that will attach itself to me. Right. It's kind of like influences. If you don't choose your influences, your influences will choose you. Love that thought. And we've got to make sure that it's like, no, this, I, you go down that, that, that whole, you know, the, the aisle and you're like, who am I going to sit next to? You sit down the wrong, next to the wrong person. That stuff gets on you. Yes. So I've got to choose the right influences and not carry all the negativity that could be on the shoulder of others. Yeah. So third one. It doesn't matter where the bus is going. It matters who's on the bus. I like John Gordon uses this phrase. He calls them um, energy vampires. <laughs> Savage. Could you, could you imagine if someone called you? <laughs> what an insult. An energy vampire. I, basically what he's saying is like, hey, if, we're gonna, if the bus is going to go anywhere effective and the bus is going to accomplish anything, and if we as a group, remember, it's about we, not me. So if we're going to do something great, we cannot allow the wrong people on this bus. Yep. Because we're actually making a premium on who more than what. Right. I always think that that's leadership right there. Who I am is more important than what I do. Who I'm doing life alongside or who I'm working with matters more than what we're doing together. So if you only care about mission and you only care about results, then it's like, we just, that's, that's going to be your life. Yeah. But if you care about, Hey, I want to be around the right people at the right seats on the right bus. And it's about who's with us more than just what we accomplish. Yeah. That's choosing relationship over results. Yep. And that right there is a powerful truth of the energy bus. Next one is that your spirit, your energy is your responsibility. And I love this. I heard Brian Houston say this, who I think is just what an unbelievable leader. Pastor Brian built, you know, Hillsong Church, Touch the Earth, you know, the music, the ministry, yep. everything that's done. And when I heard him say this years ago, I thought, wow, that puts onus on me. Yep. 
because I can't blame, I cannot give control to others over the narrative of my life. My spirit is my responsibility. So I'm responsible to guard my own heart. Yeah. I'm responsible to forgive people if, if they've offended me. I'm responsible to be disciplined and devoted. All of that is on me. It's kind of like faith in the faith world. It's like it, there's a transfer from when it becomes your parents' faith to yours. Right, right. And then I own it. Yep. It's kind of it, the same thing with responsibility. Wow. It goes from being my boss's responsibility to mine. Jeez. My home is not up to my spouse. It's up to me. Yep. My spirit, my energy, which another word for energy is spirit. And I think your spirit tells on you. The thing about, I, that's why, why do people isolate? Because if they go sideways with energy or sideways with their spirit, they know it and they're afraid for them to get out in public and be, everybody's like, what's wrong? Right. And you're yeah. they're like, no, 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 I'm good. And you're like, no. Clearly. Like, yeah. Clearly. Cause and that's the whole thing. Even for, for me as a preacher, as a, as a, as a minister, it's like, I know I can, a mind can reach a mind, a heart can reach a heart, but mm. a spirit will reach another spirit. So as a spiritual leader, I've got to keep my spirit right and yeah. spirit clean and spirit, yep. you know, filled with faith because the only way I have to, the opportunity to touch another person's spirit is if it's right. Yeah. That's why some people can just, you, you listen to some people go, something's wrong. Yeah. They're just weird. You off. Know, what's strange. off? Strange. It's people will always use the word off. Yeah. So my spirit to get my spirit right and healthy and whole is no one else's responsibility. I have to take ownership Jeez. for me to walk down the aisle and be happy and whole and to add value to the organization. That's my responsibility. Yep. I got to get my life right. So whatever cocktail of great decisions I got to make, I've got to make those decisions so that I can be the best version of me. And the last thing I wrote down here is that Sabbath rest or your energy is drained. So on the energy bus, we want to bring great energy. But if I'm not rested, I'm not ready. Yeah. And I, I use the word Sabbath here because um, I heard uh, a leader I really respect the other day in the field of faith. He said 95% of pastors do not practice Sabbath rest. 95%. So I think, you know, by the way, God put Sabbath in front of murder and stealing. So that's how much value he, he wow. saw in it. So we, we would never murder and we would never steal <laughs> and we would never, you know, disrespect our parents and all these things. Right. But Sabbath was the one we're like, uh, maybe once a month. Yeah. And I think that we've got to get into practice because people's energy gets drained and sorry, I was thinking of this quote earlier. Fatigue makes cowards of us all. There it is. When you yep. are fatigued, you become a coward. Yep. And you make cowardly decisions. And so for, my energy is not just being about being bright and bubbly. It is about, see, I think we spent so much time on time management. I think we should adjust and take time with energy management. Yeah. Manage your energy really, really well. So that when you are in public or you are trying to help, you are trying to add value, you've got something in the tank. Right. Yeah, I think that's I think that's such a good point. You know, we thought about time management for so long going, let's create balance in our life. Right. But who are we joking? There's no such thing as a balanced life. Mm -mm. That's changes. Unexpected things happen. It's having the energy when that unexpected thing comes to go. Now I have enough in the tank to make sure that this doesn't take me out. And I think, you know, the thing about energy is like, 
if, if you're driven, you're emoti- probably if you're listening to this podcast, you're a driven person. Yeah. You're a leader. You're a leader. That's, that's why you're leaning into leadership. So that drive is, you, you, that's your strength. That's your blessing. That's your grace. But if it's not tamed, and it, that's why I think there's a difference between being ambitious and selfish ambition. Mm. And so you got to, there's all this life is intention. So I think that you've got to be really careful here because if I don't, if I give away more than I have, if my outtake is more than my intake, I just hit a wall a few weeks ago. I was talking about this recently. I hit a wall a few weeks ago. I haven't hit in a really long time and I just could not get up. I could not Mm. really like fire. And I I was kind of scared. I was like, wow, I have not felt this way in a really, really long time. And, um, I couldn't figure out what it was. And so I just slowed down a bit. I doubled down on my sleep. I doubled down on water and within, you know, just, I think sometimes we get so overwhelmed because we don't have the margin to rest. Right. When you are rested, and that's what I'm talking about, a Sabbath day, 24 hours, Christmas day, once a week. If you take a Sabbath, you're going to come out of that thing going, all, all right. right. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. Let's get it. Yeah. So what hobbies do you have? What shows or retail therapy or food <laughs> or yeah. date night? Or what do you need to help you when... You, you come back to your work. You don't just re-engage it. You devour it. Yes. Yes. You, you know, I, I love what you're saying. And I think a huge part of it is it's got to be intentional. It's not rest if it's unintentional. That's called being lazy. That's right. I talked That's to right. someone today and he said, yesterday I felt so unproductive. I took five naps, watched a couple seasons of a show. And I just Oof. felt like I wasted a day. And I was like, you did. Wasted. Did you talk to a sloth? Like who did you? We do? don't have to yeah, say names. Yeah, let's not get into names, man. We, we can't be doing names. that. But that's that's not a that's not Sabbath rest. No, rest is part of the cycle. Yeah, of going. I'm going to be intentional. It's proactive. It's not lazy. So I can go as hard as I possibly can the next day. And I really like you know the biblical model for us is is God. He worked six days. I like to work. I love work. So I love it. We we can't you know deny that work is a gift from God. He, he gives us strength to do his bidding. So I love to work. But if I love to work, I will love to rest. Yep. Because the more that I am rested, the more I am excited and ready to do what I'm called to do. Yeah. And so we're talking about the energy bus. And when you get on the energy bus, don't sit next to the wrong people. No. And be someone that you're more of an influencer than you're influenced. Yep. And guard your spirit from the wrong stuff because I can I've seen... Negative people destroy great people. Yeah. Bad, Bad company. company corrupts good care. I've yep. seen toxic, cancerous, critical people destroy awesome people. Sometimes I've had to disengage from relationships because I'm like, I'm not strong enough to be around this person. Yeah. They will take me out. I'm not strong enough to stand up to them. And their spirit is so convincing and wow. overwhelming. I can't be around their energy. Yeah. It's, it's going like, to mess with mine. You you can't sacrifice your character for someone else's comfort going like, okay, I'm going to give up my virtue. I'm going to give yeah. up my yeah. principles to make sure you're good for you. Like, is there a clear line? Like, is that, a, is that a clear line for you? Or is it like, I feel this out and go, Whoa, I gave out a little bit more than I thought I did. Well, I, I, always, back. I always think, listen, you've got to be a principally driven person. I live my, I've tried, I aspire to live yeah. my life by principles, 
for me in 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 my worldview is through a biblical lens yes so through the bible and so i want to live on biblical principles so i cannot afford to really allow people that aren't living by the same principles to affect me greatly mm. and to be an influence yes. on me Give too much we, influence because we have different values we yep. have different principles and i respect all people and i'll listen to all people i love all people but i'm talking about like w- where i'm going and and who i'm trying to have on my bus with me especially in uh, from an organizational leadership standpoint yeah. i can't have a clashing mm. of different values right and does that make sense? Like, because yeah. these principles are leading me and guiding me. Yes, yes. It, it's you're on the energy bus. You can't have someone yanking the wheel. Yeah, trying yeah, to go. Try, you're, this is the turn. Yeah, you that's know. exactly right. No, yeah. it's like no. This we made this decision. We're going to do this. It's really good. So, uh, episode number. We don't care. I don't want to know the answer. <laughs> <laughs> the monster was probably ready with the answer. Don't I, tell yeah, us I the episode. I was going to say. It. I was going to say. It. Is is and and it's our first ad in the history of our leadership lean in this exciting stuff and wish me luck marathon Sunday and I hope that Gonzaga wins. Yeah, okay. One last thing. Tag us tag uh Pastor Chad, you know, what was it at Chad Veach on Instagram. Yep. Tag your bracket. Oh I tag love that. Bracket. Tag the bracket. We want to know who did you choose? Yes. Who did yes. I like to know who made the final four and who's in the championship game and who's the winner. Those are the three things. That's it. I can care less about the rest. Yeah, the rest is all tomato tomato. Yeah. We're out. Hey, so this is like our first ad. It's pretty cool. This is in in how much does God love us? It's about coffee. This is a special moment. You're probably us. the person that knows the most about coffee in my life and is the most coffee connoisseur. So we get to talk about how about trade coffee? Yeah, trade coffee. Didn't you say that you were you used to subscribe and now you're resubscribing? Yes, I'm resubscribing. I'm doubling down. Oh, and because it's so easy to get coffee from Trade Coffee that you will enjoy, that works perfectly for you. Yeah, it, whether you take your coffee full-bodied roast, these are terms you know I don't. Something light. We all have our preferences. I just bring what Nate has cooked up, yes. and no matter what you love to drink, Trade Coffee makes it easy to brew your best cup at home. Wait, yes. Did you use this at home? Yeah, I use this at home. So you log in yeah. and you take a quiz. It this it feels like, you know, on coffee that you like. Yeah, this is how I do it at home. This is how I like it. It's like I the enneagram out. for coffee. Exactly it. Trade sells the freshest roasted and ethically sourced beans from America's best independent roasters. They ship free to you as often as you'd like, whole or ground. Whether you're a coffee nerd like Nate, like myself, or just want a better daily cup like me. Trades real coffee experts taste test over 400 roasts. Is this real? Yeah, this is true. 400 roasts. Yes. And use technology to match you to your ideal coffee based on your preferences and brewing method. Take the coffee quiz. Nate took it for us. Yep. Trade coffee guarantees <laughs> you'll love your first bag or they'll replace it for free. These guys are very on top of it. This is how I find all my all my favorite roasters. Jeez. Just through Trade Coffee, I'd go on. They've been featured on New York Times, Wired, GQ, and they have delivered over 5 million bags of Whoa. coffee. Their subscription is no hassle. Skip the shipments, change your frequency, or cancel at any time. And guess what? For leadership listeners. Here we go. We are going to have a $20 off your first three bags. Wow. Go to drinktrade.com backslash L-L-I, which stands for, of course, Leadership Lean In. That's more than 16 cups of coffee for free. 
I'm excited. 16 cups. That sounds like yes. You know, just that's one day. Yeah. For me, I'm going all in. That's it. Let's drink some coffee. Drink coffee. coffee. <laughs>